Hello and welcome back to the People of Hitachi podcast. In this podcast, we meet people across our different business fields who are working hard to live Hitachi's values and realize our mission of contributing to society. In this series, we look to discuss key topics that connect employees across our business, topics that bring people together, because connecting teams drives collaboration. The more we connect as colleagues, the more efficient our workplace is. My name is Mary Jane Linton and I work for the European Corporate Brand and Communications Office at Tatachi Europe. My role focuses on internal communications and branding. And coming up today, we have a mental health podcast special. World Mental Health Day is an international day that focuses on global mental health education. It's about coming together to raise awareness on mental health related issues and challenge the stigma that surrounds mental health to drive that positive change. Within this podcast, I welcome Christina Mackay, CSR Manager from Hitachi Solutions. We look to discuss mental health within the workplace, our everyday lives, and discuss the importance to keep the conversation going. This topic is extremely close to my heart, and I know it's also close to Christina's. So I'm super excited to have her on the podcast with me today. So let's dive in. Hi, Christina. Could you please introduce yourself? I would love to. Um, thank you so much for having me on for such a such a special episode. Um, my name's Christina Mackay, as you've mentioned. Um, I've just celebrated my first year with Hitachi Solutions as a CSR manager. The first question I'd love to dive into is sort of the breadth of mental health. And, you know, yeah. mental health covers so many different areas. But what does the word mental health mean to you? Gosh, um, yeah, I mean, I think everybody would probably have a slightly different answer for this, wouldn't they? So for me, I'd probably say um, it's the health of the mind, the health of your mind, the health of my mind, and the fact that it's not just either amazingly great or horribly awful. Um, You know, there's a big kind of grey space in between. And I think that when we refer to mental health, we often refer to it as almost being like one sort of catastrophic incident where actually it's probably a bit of a scale you know like our bodies when we're when we're unwell or we're poorly we can accept that we can be just a little bit unwell or we can be really really unwell and that's the same with our with our minds you know some days we're better than others but every single day we all have our mental health in some shape or form yeah I think that's I think it's really important to know you know, to understand that mental health affects everyone and whether it's mental or physical health, they're both equally as important. And I think that probably leads me on to my next question. You know, why is this topic so important? Um, Oh gosh, you get me going now. (laughs) You'll have trouble stopping me now. (laughs) So, I mean, I, I think, I think it's really important because, I mean, as we've touched on, everybody has mental health in some in some shape or form. And mental health is not just the absence of a men, of a mental illness, um, you know. And it's not just for some of us; it's it's for all of us and how we all exist day to day on a psychological and emotional and a social level, um, day in day out. And even though we all kind of know that and we all kind of accept that probably more in our personal lives, it can still be met with sort of stigma, misunderstanding, um, 
and I don't know about you guys, but for me personally, worst of all, when it's met with judgment, that's when and I can really sort of struggle. So I think it's really important to talk about it, to minimize that stigma as much as possible. Um, the more we talk about our mental health, the more we normalize these conversations, the more people will feel safer about having those conversations in the first place. I guess there's an authenticity side to this for me as well. You know, if we're going to talk about being sort of real, authentic people, um, both at home and in the workplace, how can you do that if you're sort of masking your 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 well-being? Um, and I, I'm sure we've all done that to a certain extent, you know, and there's there's times for it, I think, where you go, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Thank you. Um, but sometimes it's OK to say, actually, I'm, I'm not OK today and I'm having a bit of a rough time. And, you know, that sends a message to that person as well that the next time they're maybe struggling that they could yeah. reach out and it's appropriate to do so so it's it's kind of one big ripple effect I think the more we share and the more we do even though sometimes it may be a little bit uncomfortable at the beginning but the the, the brave souls who can do that will start to make a shift in our society as to how acceptable it is to be discussing mental health, both in, in good and, and, and difficult ways. Yeah, Eugenie, that's a really good point you made there, because, you know, lots of us are working from home and we are behind a screen. And, yeah. you know, it's it's also hard because mental health itself is, isn't always visible and people don't talk about it as much as maybe we should. So Absolutely. I think it's it's massively important that, you know, you and I are having this conversation today to up the conversation and, you know, put a positive spin on it. Yeah, um, yeah. And I, I mean, I think you're you're absolutely right. Like sometimes you can... You, you as well I mean it's how you how you cope and respond to things as well isn't it like I you know I can feel like I'm having an absolutely fantastic day and then something can come left field and kind of send me send me wrong a little bit and you know I think our mental health is also how we respond to those sorts of triggers and how resilient we are and definitely being behind a screen does add another sort of layer to it doesn't it um I yeah. mean just before this call I, I had a quick chat with somebody who said have you just got a couple minutes for a phone call and I was like yes yes and she just pops up on screen and she's got her arm in a sling and her, her wrist all wrapped up it's so evident you know and straight away I was like oh my goodness what's happened you know how are you are you feeling okay is there anything I can do um you know when it's mental health we it's you can't see it you have to delve a little bit deeper. You have to provide a safe space for people to feel that they can actually go, I'm, I'm actually not okay just now. And I could really do with talking about it a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's about spotting those signs, isn't it? And, yeah. you know, understanding, being compassionate to, you know, our, our friends, our work colleagues. Yeah. It's, it's so important. Yeah. And I, I do think asking the question as well, I mean, it can be daunting some people don't feel that they're able to ask the question to somebody are you doing okay I mean there's so many layers isn't there especially in the workplace you know D do I have this person's respect or am I in a hierarchical position enough to be even be saying to somebody are you doing okay or you know there's so many layers but at the end of the day when you strip all that back we're all people who go to bed at night get up in the morning brush our teeth go to work and we all have similar similar sort of challenges so I think sometimes having that bravery to kind of go are you are you feeling okay today or is there anything that you want to talk about or just sharing something about yourself which can really open up that conversation 
um, is really, really great and really powerful. How can we support our colleagues? How can we at Hitachi as a company continue to, you know, support people who may be suffering in silence? And I think, like you just said, it's about asking that question, are you okay? Um, But is there anything else, Christina, you, you might suggest? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think, you know, to, to heart back, it does all start with that, with that conversation and that safe space. And if people don't feel safe, they're, they're not going to be vulnerable and, and share. Um, I think providing a very unbiased space where sort of curiosity is encouraged and, you know, people are, are sort of free from, from judgment in that area. I think sometimes it can be hard to kind of open yourself up to conversations that you're not naturally familiar with but curiosity asking questions actively listening you know not listening so that you can get your words out but actually actively listening to what that person is saying um, is is really really strong in this space but in other areas I mean we at at Hitachi Solutions we've recently launched a podcast called Kokoru which is Japanese for heart mind and spirit this podcast kind of ties in um, to help shatter the illusion that we're alone in our struggles Um, and I think in workplaces in businesses if we can continue to try and pull out the human amongst the sales amongst the data amongst the HR amongst the project management if we can continue to pull out the humanity within all of that and continue to talk and continue to provide opportunities for people to talk that it will continue I think that we can sit here and do all the training we like all day every day and go and get qualifications in all sorts of areas you know like for example the mental health first aid qualification that exists I know Hitachi have got a lot of uh, mental health first aiders dotted around which is an amazing uh, source of support for our people Um, but I still think that we go back to the culture and we go back to everybody playing their own part in this Um, it's not just about somebody else It's not just about somebody else providing us the space to be safe. We all have our own little part to play to help remove that stigma. So we can all do something about it. Um, And I think if we can all be a little bit more aware and a little bit more switched on and a little bit more prepared and ready to ask that question, how are you doing? Then we'll be a lot further forward to support our colleagues, to support our families, our friends um, moving forward with mental health and well-being. I also, for me, I often think that the word sort of feel or feelings is still a little bit taboo in the workplace. We don't often feel comfortable talking about our feelings um, at work. And I think that it's a really important part of work life. Um, You know, how did certain interactions make you feel? How did certain meetings make you feel? Are there things that could be done differently, even on a corporate level, to make sure that people are feeling more comfortable and, and that they're able to talk about how things feel at work? And you would be surprised how many people have approached me following calls, meetings to say just how nice it was to just be real. Um, No airs and graces, no sort of hierarchy, 
techno power suit. Not that I'm just power suit there. They have their own source of power. Um, but just, you know, a chat with a real human that shows vulnerability and shows compassion and talk about how things feel. We are all human. We are there to do a job, but we do all have feelings. Just speaking about those feelings to our colleagues, you know, to our teams and letting people know how we are feeling and whether that affects mm-hmm. our work or anything like that is just so important. And I Absolutely. think the other thing I was going to say is, you know, we at Hitachi, we are, I think we are, we're getting there. We're still on this journey and, you know, but by doing things like this, talking about it, we, we can really get there together. you have any sort of favorite mental health resources uh, that you like to do do you like to go out for walks um <laughs> anything that helps you with your mental yeah. health we'd love to hear yeah my dog <laughs> oh, same. my dog is is my is my my top mental health resource for me um Mm. I have actually dropped her around to my mum's before we recorded the podcast so she didn't bark in the background um but other than my dog and actually you know I say that flippantly but you know there was purpose in me getting a dog other than wanting a dog I wanted something that was going to help me get outside enjoy nature um you know on those days where it's rainy and you maybe didn't leave the house the day before that you have a a need as some reason to um get up you know a purpose so to speak so um other than the dog side though that's quite a big commitment um yeah I I think uh, other than the kind of being a real sort of vulnerable person really enjoyed I listened to this it's not a podcast as such it's an audio book um it's going to sound really random right but it's called um living with a seal 31 days with the toughest man on the planet it really opened my eyes to what a human can do um so in some of my darkest times in my life i would say things to myself like i can't leave the house or i can't go outside or i can't do that social thing it's just too big for me i can't And yes, you know, to give myself grace, looking back, I would never say, oh, well, I could have and I just chose not to. At that time, I really, really felt that I couldn't. Um, But audiobook really inspired me. It's about five hours long. And it was about this chap and he was living with a SEAL, a Navy SEAL. And he basically for 30 days just did exactly what the Navy SEAL wanted him to do. Now that is getting woken up at three in the morning and going for a three kilometer run. Now, if somebody did that, to me um i would probably be uh, responding in um you know various ways uh, maybe some nonverbal um but um he did it you know he got up and he did it he removed all excuses he removed all reasons he removed no matter how valid he felt they were he took them out and he just did it and what happened after i watched that book was i went out on my own challenge and i set up my own 12 week challenge And I I thought, you know, what's going to work for me? So uh, a fixed amount of time where there's a beginning, a middle and an end. Something really achievable for which was for me to do 5K a day. Um, But still something I would find challenging. And lo and behold, I've just come out at the end of that 12-week challenge. And it has been quite, uh, I I would actually say the word life-changing for me um, to actually recognize that there was areas in my life that I could do better but that could be 
addressed and could be improved by just doing something as simple as consistently walking five kilometers a day. Um, and it was huge for me. So I would probably say that my favorite mental health resource for me was that that audiobook because it triggered something in me. Um, but for everybody else, I would kind of say that uh, I kind of feel that everybody needs to find that that click for them, something that's going to go, that really resonates with me deep, deep inside. You know, there's there's words in there, there's messages in there that I can't avoid. You know, they resonate too, too much with me. Um, so for me to just listen to that audiobook and then sit back down and do absolutely nothing almost felt impossible. So it was like a call to action for me. That sounds amazing. And, you know, I, I love that challenge. And I think it's about finding what works for you. Even for me, throughout lockdown, I had a hobby of doing art. And, nice. you know, that really took me off into like a place where I could feel calm and feel relaxed yeah. and just focus on something else. So, you know, similar to you, I think it's about finding, you know, what works for you. I think it would be really interesting to also talk about resources within the workplace. Do you have yeah. anything like, for example, I know when I'm in the office, maybe you like to take yourself off for 10 minutes and just walk around, have a walk outside the office, get some fresh air. I also know when I'm feeling quite stressed, I find making lists really helps me and prioritizing. <laughs> I do love a list. Um, but just as a, a quick fire, I love a break. I will not shy away from saying I love a break. Um, I like just going and sitting in the garden for five minutes and just stepping away from the laptop and getting some of that fresh air. I, I live in the highlands of Scotland, so I'm very lucky with, with our air quality up here. Making sure I, I break the day up, I do get a walk-in. Um, now, sometimes if my day's busy, I do have to do that either in the morning or, or kind of at the back end of the day. Um, but making sure that I have stepped outside. And I would also say say that um, making sure that you're kind of familiarizing yourself with any other sort of resources and that that are accessible either through your work and through your employer or just with you know general mental health uh, resources that, that exist because there's great apps out there like mindfulness apps I think they're generally called there's one called Headspace for example and they they encourage you to take that five or ten minute check-in time throughout the day so if you're somebody that can get a little bit um, engrossed in the workload and you know suddenly you blink and it's 4 p.m and you haven't had, even finished your morning coffee these apps can be really helpful to provide a reminder for you to just take that that five minutes away and I think it's hugely important I would encourage people if they haven't tried it to just give that a try have any suggestions for someone who may not suffer with mental health health themselves but wants to learn a bit more about mental health and you know how they can support somebody with mental health I'd, I'd probably firstly say that I almost find the question a little impossible. Everyone has mental health, like every single one of us in some shape or form has mental health because we all we all have a mind and it may be healthy, it may be a little bit poorly, but we all have mental health. So 
but maybe not everybody would suffer, I suppose, from mental health challenges. So I think making sure that we're acting with extra kindness, um, some extra brain space and a helping hand can be really, really useful for people who are struggling. My other tip will be familiarise yourself with the breadth of mental health conditions. Um, It can be something as common as stress that we probably, many of us experience on a daily basis through to something um, a lot more significant, such as schizophrenia or bipolar. And I think there's some charities out there that can really help giving yourself a greater understanding of what these conditions are. There's a charity called Mind. um, The website's mind.org.uk. And whilst they're based in the UK, a lot of their resources suit a global audience. Um, And there's also um, a website called Mental Health Matters, which is full of loads of resources um, to upskill yourself on different um, conditions, but also just how to navigate general day-to-day well-being. Um, So they're two really, really great resources. Wonderful. Thank you, Christina. Um, I'd really love to finish the podcast on a simple question. And that is what inspires you within your role? Um, You know, what's your proudest moment working for Hitachi? Oh, I love that question. (laughs) Um, What a nice way to end, actually. Um, So what inspires me? This is going to sound super cheesy, but literally making the world a better place inspires me. Um, Authenticness and happiness inspires me and equity and people belonging inspires me. Um, I really want to like look back and know that I left things better than before I got here in small ways and in big ways. And I think my proudest moment so far, this isn't really very difficult for me, but it would have been um, winning the best Microsoft partner to work for at the Digital Revolution Awards earlier this year, um, because the nomination was all based upon our corporate social responsibility, our diversity, equity and inclusion and our well-being efforts. So to be recognised as an employer people love to work for um, was a really, really proud moment for me. I was really happy to be there amazing thank you so much christina you have been absolutely perfect for this podcast today thank you it was a pleasure thanks for having me thank you so much for joining us today christina and thank you for your insightful responses it's important to remember that talking is good for your mental health and talking about your mental health is even more important We need to show that a mental illness doesn't have to be a lonely place. And thank you for listening to the People of Hitachi podcast. Please subscribe and leave us a five-star review. It really helps people to find us. Next time, we'll be back with another exciting episode featuring some of our Inspiration of the Year Global Award project winners. See you then.